Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome, Philly. To your favorite sports Bears show, on Broad, hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all fit. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Welcome into Babes on Broad, episode 17. We're preparing for episode or er, week 16 of. Eagles NFL football. We are Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Wilson with my co-host Jesse Town. We are brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Um, you can follow us on social media if you want to stay up to date with us in between shows. You can do at Babes on Broad on all social medias, like it on Facebook, follow it on Instagram or Twitter. And then you can also rep the babes on Design Tree. So uh, that's designtree.com slash babes on broad. You can rep us. If you want to follow us personally, though, you can follow me at SamWills18 on Twitter and Instagram. JessTown is at RunThisTown with an E13 on Twitter and at Jessica underscore Town with an E on Instagram. So, like I said, week 16, Dallas Week! I was not ready for that. Yeah, I have no but energy, I love, but that, I love that, the enthusiasm. That came from the soul. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I'm a big fan of that because... Dallas Hate Week is my some of my favorite weeks of the year. Yeah, right. Um, and it, last time when it was Dallas Week, I feel like that's something you really missed. For some reason, it was really lackluster. And because maybe, they got blown out. I know, but by the Vikings, and then uh, on the way to Dallas. Remember, you were yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. And we sat and watched that happen, and that was sad. And I had to watch it again, and that was sad. But still, for, it's strange because that was the first time I really remember not being excited about Dallas Week. I think everyone was just so nervous at that point because yeah. Dallas... Well, I mean, we had a reason to look at the score of that game. Yeah, what was it? 37-10. Yeah. Yikes. Flashbacks. Okay. All right. <laughs> Twitching. That didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. The, the Twitch is coming back. Okay. Well, so let's start with the... Uh, what happened in week 15? Oh, yeah. You're right. I got excited on that. Dallas week is an exciting thing. And we yeah. we, we have a lot to but talk you know, about there. But rival any rivalry week... That's hard to say. Rivalry week is fun. And last week, I mean, the last four weeks of the season are rivalry weeks, so it's always exciting. So we won 37 to 27 against the Redskins. I'm not sure, like they covered. They did, thanks to Bradham. I mean, that's the thing is like uh, the score is deceiving, even because like you would look at it and you'd be like, okay, at least like yeah, like they covered, blah blah. blah. They covered. They scored a lot of points. No, no. Um, it no. was ugly. It was ugly. But that's my thing is, like, so many people are, like, want to overanalyze, I feel. And like we just said, like, it's rivalry week. We yeah. have nobody. We have so many injuries. Carson, he was good. He had one problem. Obviously, we'll get to that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like, that's two back-to-back weeks of clutch drives when he needed to to beat a rival. Mm-hmm. In that's, a must-win situation. In must-win situations. Yeah. And that's one of my biggest fears after the Miami week. 
I put it out on everything that I was extremely nervous because if we couldn't beat Miami, can't beat these teams, how are we supposed to beat rivals four weeks in a row? I mean, yeah. A lot of games that didn't make you feel good. Yeah. They lost to the Falcons, lost to the Lions, beat the Jets, lost to the Vikings, got their doors blown off by the Cowboys, beat the Bills, beat the Bears, lost to the Patriots, lost to the Seahawks, lost to the Dolphins, and then beat the Giants in overtime. Okay, so it's three straight losses that I'm thinking of. But the Dolphins just put me at my point. Yeah, the Dolphins just really, you know, that that gets you. There were complaints about the game, and, and I have my issues with the defensive play calling. I have my issues with things. My biggest issue is the problem with taking care of the football. It's been a problem, and, and that's been Carson's biggest problem. And if I'm going to sit here and complain about one thing from Carson Wentz, it's going to be the fumbling because mm-hmm. I, I know, and I know he, he has that, you know, you and I have talked about it. Joe and I have talked about it a lot. He has that hero gene mm-hmm. where he never wants to give up on a play. And exactly. I don't think, and when I say hero gene, I don't mean he wants to be the hero in every play and he wants all the you know glory for making every play. I just think he never wants to give up on a play. I, he always like, wants to make that play. I feel like it's like when your stomach's hungry. So they say like your eyes are bigger than your stomach. It's kind of how it is, but not for food. It's for football. Like he thinks that yeah. there's more of a chance than there actually is because. Yeah. And I, it's, it's, you know, the, the issue with the fumbling and the taking the sacks and not getting rid of the ball quick enough. It's he doesn't want to just check out of a play yeah. or throw the ball away. And I understand that it's something that he has to continue to get better at, learn how to do if he yeah. wants, you know, he's got to protect himself at some points. He's got to protect the football better. And I, I I'm not going to fault him for having that kind of mentality where he never wants to quit on a mm-hmm. play. I get that. And, and you know, that's something that, of course, I want my quarterback to have that kind of quality. But at times, he, there's, you know, he, he has to be smarter about it. Like, the, the fumbles on Sunday were awful. They were, they were awful in crucial situations. But I will say, he did not let that rattle him. He did not let that, you, I mean, we saw him throw down the surface tablet. Yeah. But I like that emotion. No, yeah, that's... I was a, like, oh, he's angry. Everyone better to, look out. You have to be mad. You can't just act like it was nothing. You have to own up to your mistakes, obviously. Right. Yeah, I mean, they released that mic'd up session or whatever, like the mm-hmm. five-minute video. And in there, it shows, like, him immediately apologizing to the team and, like, I'm getting it back, I'm getting it back, blah, blah, blah. And that's the best mindset you could have in that situation. And you're right, like, we love Carson. But if there's one thing you're going to pick up on and really grill him for, it's that. But at the same time, this is an interesting question in my mind because I don't think I really have an answer because I feel like it's complex. Would you rather have a quarterback with a fumbling issue or a quarterback with an interception issue? Like Eli came back last week again. He had three interceptions. They won the game still, but... I think I would definitely go fumbling because there's still a 50-50 chance that you get that ball back. Like interception, that's that's going the other way. That's so I'm looking point. at his numbers right now. So he didn't fumble through the first six games of the season. Washington, Atlanta, Detroit, Green Bay, the Jets, and the Vikings did not fumble. He's had 14 fumbles in the last eight games Ooh! and lost seven of them. I know it was seven. Yeah, he's lost seven. He he had two in da- against Dallas, and then Dallas Goddard had one, Yeah, if you, if you recall. And he lost both of those. He had one in Buffalo that they got back. 
He had two against the Patriots. They got they lost one. He had three against the Seahawks. They lost two. He had one against the Dolphins They that they recovered. They did not lose that one. He had two against the Giants. They lost one. And he had three against the Redskins, and they lost one. When you initially said the three fumbles, not from him, but like all together, the first game of Dallas, I can't help but think that's actually a good sign. It wasn't for that particular game, but going into this week, because obviously they know they have a fumbling problem. They need to, they'll be more conscious of it, hopefully, and be able to do something about it. That's what gave Dallas all the momentum because it was early fumbles. Yeah. And they, I, and I, we, I said this on our show going, everyone was complaining about Doug's game plans going in. I actually really liked the game plan going into Dallas and I liked the way they started that game and they were, they were moving. They were. And then Dallas Goddard. Fumble. Wasn't it like their first two consecutive drives or something? They were driving down the field and then all of a sudden stopped fumble. The the first one, they were moving and they had moved the chains once and they were, I liked the play call. They were moving. They were running the ball. It was a good mix of running and throwing. And then Dallas Goddard fumbled. The next one, I think it was the second play of the drive. Carson. Yeah. I mean, Lane Johnson got beat really bad off the edge right. and Demarcus think, yeah. Lawrence came in and got his arm. And that's one of those ones where Carson has to not know he's there, but you, you have to no and yeah there. and that's just I mean that just can't happen like that's an absolute just all-around killer not even momentum like you're trying to come back out and be like okay redemption blah 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 and then it happens again it's just like a shot in the foot and they were on like the 10 yeah it was it was awful and that's that's something that really needs to be fixed he didn't have any fumbles against the Bears so I mean but in in the last eight games since Dallas Dallas was the first fumble since they played Dallas last time 14 fumbles. 50% of them have been lost. So that backs up my point of do I want an interception problem or a fumbling problem? I don't like the fumbling problem, no, but I would take do. the fumbling problem because You're you right. have the sh- you, there's a 50-50 shot. You're you absolutely see. right with your reasoning too with the fact that yeah, you can. What do you what about you? Do you feel the same way? I do now. At first I was like I mean, I was always leaning towards fumble because interception too, if you're doing that most of the time, it's an open field tackle that you're going to have to do too. The offense has to make an open yeah. field tackle. So so that's tough, too. So I was leaning towards it, but I didn't know if there was a right answer. But I think, yeah. I mean, I prefer you neither. It. You crap. Is that an answer? I'm, well, yeah, you can't. Neither. I'd prefer yeah. neither. But uh, Obviously. I don't think anyone really gets that lucky unless the, you're the New England Patriots for some reason. I don't understand it. But Tom Brady didn't make Pro Bowl. Tom Brady has played awful this season. Mm-hmm. Awful. Dude, he's like 41. Kind of happens sometimes. Football years, that's old. That's old in football years. Not old in general, just old in football years. But yeah, so I I think going into this game with Dallas, I think one of the biggest keys is, I mean, it's taking care of the football. It's going to be dry. There's, you don't have to worry about the, you know, bad weather. Take care of the freaking football and don't commit dumb penalties. I agree with that. My key though can we talk about what's going on with this defense right now? I don't know. See, the and it just, it stresses me out because offense, yeah, we have no weapons. And it's kind of like, not that it's an excuse, but you just, you know, you're prepared. You're going into it and you're like, whatever happens, happens. Hopefully Carson, you just rely at this yeah. point. You're just like, Carson will hopefully make something happen. Right. You can't have high expectations. Mm-hmm. This defense, one, they confuse the heck out of me. Fletcher Cox has been confusing the heck out of me all season. Yet somehow he made the Pro Bowl. 
I know. I was wondering that so, so Now, hard. obviously, you know, thrilled that an, another yeah. eagle made the Pro Bowl. And don't get me wrong, Fletcher's still very good. Right. But he has, by any means, not been Fletcher Cox that we're used to. I don't, season. I wouldn't, con- now, and I think a lot of that has to do with just the fact that, you know, the double and triple teams that come his yeah, way because yeah. he commands so much attention. Yeah. But to, to me, I just don't think it was really a Pro Bowl. Like, we've seen Pro Bowl caliber season yeah. Fletcher Cox. Yeah. I, I just don't see that as much this year. I agree. I was surprised by that, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, our freaking secondary scares the heck out of me. Where I is the secondary that played? Where is the defense that played against Seattle and New England? I have no clue. Where did they go? What happened to them? I have no clue. They made me feel happy. They made my heart happy. I have no clue. I don't understand. I have no clue. We might luck out that whole Dak injury thing, so maybe they won't throw as much. What are your thoughts on that? I think he's actually hurt. You do? Are you insinuating it might be a... I don't think he's not hurt. They have played this in the perfect way. If they win then Dak is the ultimate hero coming back from a shoulder injury, battling through and carrying his team to victory. If they lose, well, he battled, but he was hurt. I'm furious about that because, like you just said, it gives Dallas Cowboy fans excuses now. It's an absolute which out. is so dang annoying because it's just going to be yet another year of us having to wait for the complete healthy Carson and Dak going against each other and see who's bad at blah, blah, blah. Because now he's hurt. he's got a sprained AC joint, I think I saw. Yeah. And a Which, finger. Something about a finger. Yeah, his, the tip of his index finger on his throwing hand is broken. Like I mean, that's what Soph did. Yeah. That's what she got her And pink- Sophie still played and still won. Yeah, Sophie. So I don't want to hear from none of you Cowboy fans because Sophie's a G- and if Dak can't do it, Dak sucks, and Sophie's Dak better. Does but suck. Sophie's already better. But then she's really even better. Sophie's tougher than ninety-nine percent of players in the NFL. Yeah, she'll. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sophie's my sister, by the way, for anyone who hasn't figured <laughs> yeah. that out. My sister's tougher is than ninety-nine like, percent of NFL. So, but seriously, her. Uh, I just think that it's perfect gamesmanship. No, you're right. By it's, the Cowboys. It's annoying, but at the same time, like I get that point. But as much as I don't like Dak. I feel like Dak is an actual, like, wholesome dude in a way that mm-hmm. we're, like, he's never missed a practice. Yep. He's never missed a game. Mm-hmm. I don't think randomly year three, when he knows he's going to have many other years against Carson, I don't think, is it year three? Four. Would it be four? Four. But Carson was out when he. Not when they played. Yeah, Carson, right. Carson's played in. Three, four, whatever Carson's you count played it. in all of the Dallas games. Whatever you count it. Yeah. Except for the last game of 2017 when. Yeah, but I don't think he would randomly, especially it'd be different if we were a really good Eagles team and he wanted an excuse. I don't think he'd be I just just think that it's being blown up a little bit more than anything really is. Yeah, I just think I think he's uncomfortable, but he's fine. He's fine. He's going to play. He's going to be Dak. It's fine. Like, I he's mean, fine. he also might be a baby. I don't know his injury history in college or anything. So maybe, like, he's not used to it. And he's like, oh, my gosh, I don't but feel But also, perfect. keep in mind, their entire offensive line was questionable and limited yeah. before they played the last time. And it was a bunch of BS. So I don't buy anything that comes out of Dallas. I don't buy anything I mean, no that matter- Jerry Jones says. I never will. And that's No, that's I don't blame you. That. And no matter what, even if he's uncomfortable, he's playing. Yeah, he's, he's playing. Not, 
He's going to hand the ball off to Zeke more. Yeah. Figure it out, defense. This literally, whether his shoulder hurts or not, it could be the last game of the season. So it doesn't matter if you aggravate it. Right. You know what I mean? You're right. playing. Right. So, I mean, that's that's the biggest one. Obviously, the biggest story going into this week is yeah. now yeah. that Dak is hurt, you know, what's, what's kind of going to happen there. I, I think something else that's really interesting that hasn't been talked about a lot is Dak is terrible in cold weather. Yeah, because he does not play well outside. No, he's a he's a prima donna in Jerry's world. It's what he is. I mean, so so think about it. This this is kind of where where my mind goes. They lost and made Mitchell Trubisky look like a an absolute stud on Thursday night football in Chicago, and it was freezing. They played here before the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. The Eagles played their players that hadn't been active all season. Steven Means had a sack. Mm -hmm. Sidney Jones played that game. And that was when Zeke came back from suspension. So he played there. All their starters played the whole game. Six points. They scored six points. I mean, they they had, they had nothing. They, they had nothing to win and nothing to lose, but still it was, I mean, it was their, it was their starters out there and they couldn't do anything in the cold weather. There are so many aspects that go into this game, honestly. But it all boils down to neither of these teams are very good at all. No. At the end of the day, everyone's talking about, oh, well, Dak's leading the league in yards and he could be yeah, an MVP. Yeah, I'm surprised by it. He's got like 4,400-some yards. And they're still 7-7. Seven and seven. Right. At the end of the day, we got the same record here. Yeah. They're both terrible. Not good. At the end of the day, you're going to have a 12-4 49ers team come in in the in wild, wild yeah. during wild card weekend, you know? Did Dak make the Pro Bowl? I don't. Because that's interesting. Think so. I didn't hear anything about it. But I feel I like just, we would have heard it. And by I now. was just about to be like, "See, you got those stats. You still ain't in the Pro Bowl." But I didn't want to say that because I don't actually know and look dumb. Where's QB at? Oh. Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. So guess what? You have those stats. Still don't mean nothing if you don't win this week, Dak. That's all I gotta say. Take Dak's, that, Cowboys fans. Dak sucks. I he just, does. I, I actually I hold firm. Dak sucks. Dude, so I do all the podcasting for the morning show after the show. Mm-hmm. Every single time that we – you always, like, do hashtags now, like, get it trending and stuff. Yeah. Every single hour, every single time we have an interview, everything, I do hashtag Dak sucks, hashtag Cowboys suck, hashtag Dallas sucks. Yes. Every time. Dak sucks. I, I hold firm. I don't care what he does. He could be the MVP. They could go 18-0, win the Super Bowl, and I will hold firm at Dak sucks. That's not going to happen, by the way. Yeah. But that, that, there's that, nothing that, in my mind that will ever convince me that he's better than Carson Wentz. No, no. Firmly, Dak sucks. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't like the guy because we're Philly fans. Got a bad taste in my mouth from Dak Prescott, the quarterback, the Cowboys. Obvious. But the football in me, that man makes stuff happen. Yeah, the receivers with no one near him. Let me see you put a ball where Carson Wentz put a ball to Miles Sanders the other day. Hey, but I mean, I'm just saying. Can we talk about that I'm for a second? I'm just saying that's at least good field vision. The man's but, but, got wait, something. Wait, can we talk about it? Someone posted that video and really was like, your quarterback could never. Wait, what video? What are we talking the about? The video, the the touchdown of the wide open touchdown. I think it was Tavon Austin. He was in the, like, there was no one near him. It was a complete blown coverage. Oh my God. He was. Was it going There on was no one near him. There was no one near him. It was complete blown coverage. Pitch, catch, touchdown. Like, no, not hard, right? Like, I could have done it, to be completely honest. You know, in the dome, no temperature, no wind, nothing. Yeah. 
And someone posted this video on Twitter and was like, your quarterback could never Dak, Dak over Wentz. Well, and I'm like, is this the, is this the clip you want to use for that? Like, let me respond with this clip of Carson Sanders lasering this ball in the back of the end zone to Miles Sanders. What a freaking beaut. And also, I mean, I feel like Carson's getting all the props he deserves on that. Don't get me wrong. But poor Miles. I feel like he's just getting kind of... Shout out to Miles for catching it like yeah. he's supposed to. Proud of down. you. You don't see that from Eagles receivers this season. No, you don't. So I'm very <laughs> so appreciative of shout it. Shout out you. It's staying in bounds all the way. Dude, real quick. As I said that, I forgot about this. Ridiculous. Greg Ward. Greg only- Ward. Mm. Only wide receiver for the Eagles to have a catch last game. Can we please just take a moment of silence and figure something the heck out? Because, oh, my gosh. There's so many questions that we don't even have time to get into. No, we don't. On this episode. But ultimately, we're about to get into our predictions. Ultimately, everything statistically, everything previously, everything gets thrown out the window. Because this is a high, high stake game against two big time rivals. Everything gets thrown out the window. It's just going to be a lot of emotion that rides on it. Yep. It's I'm do or die. 21 20 Eagles. Uh, I don't know if my heart rate can take that. It's going to be a close one. I hope not. I hope it's not. I hope Dak crumbles under pressure. I hope this defensive line just unleashes everything they have for the first time all year. You have to know Zeke's coming at you. I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to yeah, know that. You, have to you know? know, like it, you see, it's happening. If Dak's actually hurt, and it, you know, it's going to impact him and impact their game plan. I don't think he's not actually hurt. If it's really going to impact the way that they yeah. approach the game, you have to know that's what's going to happen. I think the crowd noise is going to be a huge factor. I think True. the cold is going to be a huge factor. True. Um, they have to take care of the football, and I just think that right now. It's going to come down to, you know, who really wants it more on both sides of the ball. And I think right now the Eagles have, you know, as much as no one wants to say that they've got, you know, four practice squad receivers out there. Well, now J.J. Arcega-Whiteside's limited with a foot or something. In practice, yeah. Who who the heck knows what's going on there. I just think that at the end of the day, these are the guys that they're battling for their spot in the NFL they're going to fight to make a play for Carson Wentz as much as Carson's going to fight to give them a chance. One could only hope. But that's that's what I'm seeing more. It's it's not it's it's good body language. It's not quitting on a play. It's not for a lack of effort. What's going? What you're seeing on the field right now, and that's what I've been waiting for all season. You know, I, and I mean, it happens around the entire league. It's not just in Philly. You see it from, you know, guys that get paid, guys that mm-hmm. don't really have anything to worry about. They take plays off. It's And it's in every sport, too. It's not just football. But right now, there's guys that are battling for their chance. I still don't trust them. <laughs> JJ lost one right in his chest in the end zone last week. And you could tell right after that, Carson was like, I'm done with you. <laughs> I'm done. I made this prediction on Tuesday. I'm going to stick with it. 31-17 Eagles. Dak's rattled. Dak's going to be rattled. I'm ready. I hope. I'm ready. I'm excited. I have to figure out a way where I can keep myself warm, where I can wear my skirt that says Dallas sucks on it. I have to figure out how I'm going to do that and stay warm. It's going to be a task, but I'm going to figure it out because it needs to be worn. Yeah, just wear leggings under it. I might wear two pairs of leggings and bring a blanket and be okay. And do that and then get, like, leg warmers. 
Yeah. I have Eagles leg warmers. I do. Oh, that'll be cute I do outfit. own that'll Eagles be leg warmers. Cute I outfit. have Eagles leggings and I have Eagles leg warmers. Dude, do it. Don't test you me got with it. this it's kind like, of stuff. It's like high school spirit week. Looks don't matter. Yeah, that'll be me on Sunday. Yeah. Go birds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to touch on what's going on with the Sixers, a move that the Phillies have made since we were last uh, talking to you, um, and a little bit on the Flyers as well. Uh, we're the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, so we broke down Dallas week. So gets me hype. But let's talk about the other things happening around Philly, the Sixers. What's been going on? They went on a nice little, nice little run. They, the last time we talked, we had just beaten the Raptors at home, which was great. Yeah. Good game. Uh, that night after we recorded, they played the Nuggets and beat the Nuggets, another good team. Mm-hmm. And then my personal favorite of last week, they went on the road. To beat the Boston Celtics. It's always good when you beat the Celtics. And uh, just a little little icing on the cake, the cherry on top, Matisse Thibel having an impact on the game, when just a couple hours before tip-off, Carson Edwards was sent down to the G League. <laughs> that was so sweet. That just, you know, I got to frolic around the Magic Kingdom, and then I was getting ready for dinner. Magic. And I checked my phone, and Carson Edwards is in the G League, and Matisse Thibel is doing what he's doing. And I just he's was so happy flourishing. because so many people who are so stupid <laughs> were so angry that they got Matisse Thibel in that draft and didn't take Carson Edwards and then traded the pick to the Celtics that they used to draft Carson Edwards. Oh, he's going to be a thorn in our side for years to go. Stop it. Elton knows what he's doing. Leave Trust it to the professionals. Elton. Yeah. And by that, I mean, leave it to Elton Brand, who I would like to draft for every team in Philadelphia going forward. True that. But that was wonderful. I loved that. I was a big fan of that. That was they, that was their first loss at home, too. So they, they've been playing really well yeah, at home. Yeah, because then they were the third. Like, there were three teams left at that point, and they were one of the three. And then the Heat lost at and home, And then right? the Heat lost to the Lakers on Saturday. Yep. Was it Saturday? Yep. Friday, Saturday? And it then, was Saturday, I think. No, yeah. it was Friday. It was Friday. It was Friday. I think it was Friday. It was Friday. And then... Unfortunately, RIP. But we were we were the last remaining home undefeated team for five days. Yeah, the only they were fourteen and for five days. Listen, Un- only undefeated at home NBA team. I was frustrated last night with the way that Brett Brown didn't have an answer to their to the zone defense that the Heat were playing. I was more frustrated that. Joel Embiid said it was on the scouting report and they knew yeah. it was coming. And I mean, granted, shots weren't falling. They're not, that's not going to happen every time. Yeah. And Tobias did say, you know, I hope other teams do play it against us because our shots are going to fall one time and it'll be fine. Um, I'm very disappointed in Ben Simmons for not finishing the that pass, at the rim. Yeah. Uh, that made me sad. That just ruins a really good performance by him. And 
you know, I'm the biggest Ben Simmons supporter there is. And yeah. I'm definitely bummed about it. Um, Brett Brown did come out and say that, that he agreed with him getting rid of it there. Which is strange. Post game, you said that. Yeah, I so I'd expect Brett Brown to at least be honest there. I would. I did not like Al Horford being the person that took that shot. Yeah. If he got rid of it and it was to Tobias, okay. Al, mm. he's not been shooting well from three. Good point. Um, and Tobias has been shooting like thirty six. He's been hot in in the last month. We talked about that. Yeah, I mean he's been he's been playing great, living up to the contract on and off the court. Doing big things off the court, yeah. always, you know, and, and you know. He's a good dude. A lot of players do things like that, but Tobias has been, I mean, weekly doing something. And, I mean, Joe and I were talking yesterday. Joe went to Target and spent $80 on pencils and batteries for his kids' calculators at school. So $100 gift cards or whatever it was to all the teachers for school supplies. That I mean, people don't realize how far mm-hmm. that goes unless you know a teacher. Yeah. Um, But that – that's huge. But the Sixers, I mean, everyone's going to complain about the one loss. You know, it's always Brett Brown's fault Whatever. and this, that, and the other thing and trade this guy and that guy and do this. At the end of the day, it was – I and I said this on The Madness yesterday. I knew it was going to be – it wasn't going to be another blowout. Blowouts both ways happen. Dude, the and, Miami Heat are a good team. What yeah, and they, they have Jimmy Butler. He knows your team inside and out. It's a big key, I feel. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean... Had to happen sometime. Yeah. I mean, they were going to lose at home at some point. I wanted to believe they wouldn't, but that's neither here nor there. Well, they're back at it Friday. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tomorrow. at 8 against the Mavs. Which, when it's you hear this, week- it'll be tonight. Oh, yeah. And it's a whole weekend of Dallas. It's a big Dallas weekend. Big Dallas weekend. I feel like this happened... Oh, no. <laughs> I was going to be like, I feel like this happened the last time we played the Cowboys. I don't think it was for The game. NBA hadn't started yet. Yeah. <laughs> It was like a couple days though. It was yeah. like days away. It, it wasn't. Yeah. Maybe it, was, maybe it happened a different year. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, but it's at least possible. I, I shouldn't have called myself out. That's all right. <laughs> at least you called yourself out before someone else got the opportunity to. Um, yeah. yeah. So playing the Mavs. I don't know if Luca's playing or not. He might play. They said he was gonna be out a couple weeks, but then he was out and shoot around. I don't know. Last I saw, night I had a read today, and they promoted Porzingis over. Luca, so maybe that's his. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, the matchup with Joel is is really the blockbuster one. There is Kristaps against yeah. Joel is a big one. Um, but Luca's hurt. Uh, he they said he was at shoot around last night when they played the Celtics, but he didn't play. So maybe he'll play on Friday. Maybe they'll just keep him out for a little bit longer. I don't really know. I would like to see him play because yeah. I think he's fun to watch. But yeah, I'm not worried about the Sixers. It's you know after Christmas is when it's it all needs to Christmas start Day to will be exciting. That's a good matchup. That's gonna be a great first matchup. time seeing Giannis this year. Yeah, it'll be a good one. Giannis, it'll Ante be a good one. No There's I feel like the the Antetokounmpo's keep multiplying. There's so many. Dude, of there them. are so many. They're everywhere. Literally, it's crazy. I mean, every time you go on Twitter, it's a new there's a video new of one of them in high school doing something. <laughs> it's nuts. But there's another team in Philly that's doing something. After we came off the our recording last week, so we recorded on Tuesday, our episode came out on Wednesday. Right now we're recording on Thursday, our episode will come out on Friday the 20th. It was like an hour after we talked about the that Phillies. All the time. All the time. An hour after we talked about the Phillies, they signed Didi Gregorius. Well, no, it's cool though. What? I mean, I think it was edited out, but we said that it would happen. Yeah, I was like, I think they're going to so get at him. Least, yeah, at least. I'm a like, genius. I also did say, about. I also said that Garrett Cole was going to end up 
being more years and over 300 mil. I did you did, say that and I well. also said he was Genius. definitely going to be a Yankee. We're so, just fistball. Let's go. <laughs> Geniuses up in yeah. here. Yeah. Um, uh, what I don't <laughs> like from the Phillies, however, is Matt Klintak saying that where they are right now, they can win the division and go to the playoffs. Dude, I lost my bleep when All your marbles. he said that. Because what? Like, as soon as he said that, I threw my hands up in the air and I was like, well, stop it, Matt. Screw this. I just... I think part of it is, like, they don't want to dig themselves into a hole like they did with stupid money. It's definitely a big part of it, but... But you can say, you know, we're happy with where we are, but, you know, in a, we're, we're not done yet. We're not we're not done. We're not completely satisfied yet. There's a way to say it that's not what you said. He basically was like, yeah, like, we're fine with, like, Pavetta and Eflin being our three and four. No! We're going to win with that. No! 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 Like, it's... It, no. Uh, no. No. I, I. That's all I have to say is if that happens. We said it before, and I will say it again. The pitchers in the 2019 World Series were Garrett Cole, Zach Greinke, Justin Verlander, Steven Strasburg, Patrick Corbin, and Max Scherzer. You are not going to convince me that the Phillies are going to make it anywhere with more than just one of Zach Eflin, Nick Pavetta, Vince Velasquez, a Drew Smiley, or a Jason Vargas. You're not going to convince me that they're going to make it Don't anywhere forget. with more than one of those in their rotation. Don't forget Mr. Arietta. You forgot him. Mr. Arietta pitching fourth, <laughs> being our fourth pitcher. I'm fine with that. Dude, what are the odds that he has a miraculous comeback to like what, 2016? Listen, I'll <laughs> take it. I don't care. I may those odds I be wish, ever in our favor. One could only hope. That'd be great if he'd go back to that. I just, I just, it's frustrating. It makes the Wheeler if deal we, look much better, though. Look really good with no, with yeah, the money yeah. that Strasburg yeah, got yeah, yeah. and the money that Garrett right Cole that. got. It makes the Wheeler deal look better. But it's just, it's very disappointing to hear that because you started seeing those moves and you got excited. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he says that and you're just like, okay, is the off season over? Because this is not. I'm, I'm, we were led on if it is. Yeah. And I, when we talked about this, we were really excited about where the off season was trending, hiring Joe Girardi. We loved that, you know, cutting ties with Michael Franco and Cesar Hernandez. I liked that too. Signing Zach Wheeler, signing Didi Gregorius. Like I liked the way it was trending. Yeah. Me too. It needs to not end there though. No, it's not. I'm not satisfied with it. It's not enough at all. No, it needs to be more. Which I did say last time is I do feel their moves so far, and now this only backs it up, is no matter what they say forward, they're not in win-now mode if they do not move anything else. And listen. And I said that's what it started looking like. I had that feeling last week, yeah. and this only proves it more. Yeah, and and here's the thing. If they're worried about the luxury tax, the luxury tax isn't really that bad when you do the math of it. So going into the luxury tax, if your team's winning, you're going to make all that back in ticket sales, yeah. paraphernalia. Exactly. In, um, Dude, you want a zillion gajillionaire? I don't want to hear it. Okay. And it's not my money. Like, I don't care if you spend it. Yeah. But if I had however many millions and billions, I'd go out and sign whoever. I don't even know who I want off the top of my head right now because everybody's just going here and there and it's like a, yeah. Like, I didn't really need Rendon. 
No, I was all I right with that. I told you I wasn't into that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to be led on and let down again. Because obviously, like, we were all super excited about Bryce Harper, but one person was not going to change the entire outcome of the season. He gave you more wins than you would have had without him. Mm-hmm. Definitely no questions asked. But with that but pitching he wasn't they gonna, have... He wasn't going to beat the Astros in the World Series. No. <laughs> and, and you know, I, I, I don't want any more attitude of, well, we're not going to win a one-game playoff, playoff game, or we're not going to be able to beat the Dodgers in a series. It's possible. Like, once you get in, anything is possible. Oh, yeah. Just get in. That's why you guys still have faith with the Eagles. Yeah, exactly. You can, you can make a run. I'll tell you yeah. another team that's going to get in, though. The Flyers. Boom, boom, boom. What a transition. That was good. I did not see where that was going at all. And then it just, whoop, slid right in. That yeah. was nice. Flyers are going to get there. They are. They're looking good, dude. They'll be a playoff team. TK's back. Connect Love me. that. Yeah. Because last week, they was, it was out indefinitely with a concussion, and I was like, oh, Lord. Very scary. Yeah. Oh, um, you never went out indefinitely with a concussion. Yeah. They were losing three straight, though, and then um, the news came out about Oscar Lindblom, which is very, very sad. You very sad. Uh, sarcoma cancer. Just like, I looked it up. It's some kind of bone cancer. Yeah. Which is not good. And no. that's You never want to hear that about anybody. It's sad. If there's anything positive to take out of it is that at least he has the name to make people aware of it. You know yep. what I mean? So at least it's like coming out into light. Um, and how people can support it is, yeah, is, exactly. is you know, out there and awareness. Yeah. Is the and most important thing. I, I think, you know, a huge thing, I have a, you know, a big history of cancer in my family mm-hmm. and, um, you know, the biggest thing that you can do is when you can't physically do anything is have, is be supportive and show your support. And, you know, Oscar has the entire city of Philadelphia supporting him and his team supporting him and the organization supporting him, which is also great. And hopefully they caught it early enough where they can take care of it. They can handle it. And, you know, hopefully he'll be, everything will be fine and it's not going to do anything but cause a small, you know, hiccup in, his career, his his life. And, you know, the whole city's fighting behind him. And you can tell that, you know, when they came home and battled the other night, they were out there fighting for what the Flyers did was amazing. Amazing. They had the whole thing set up from the players wearing their purple jerseys. And sorry, I just had a list there because my retainer from from their purple jerseys. And then like the on every single seat, because they always do on their cancer nights, I fight for it, and you fill yep. it in, and they already had it pre-filled out for Oscar. So that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you just hope for the best in those situations. It's sad to see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But the Flyers came out and, you know, had a great performance for they him. Rallied, and, yeah. And let's let's hope they, you know, and Claude Giroux kind of came out today and said, you know, every win for the rest of the season yeah. is for him. So let's hope that they, you know, keep going. and They have and, the talent, for sure. They just need to mesh more yeah and they've got a lot of young talent so yeah getting into the playoffs this year would be a great start but you know i wouldn't expect too much out of it this year but i think next year and going forward is when we should start to yeah we've said it before awesome i love him great i wish every coach in philadelphia was like that i agree always he's just a classic great coach he is he lights a fire under his team and lights a fire under certain players butts when they need it and mm-hmm. that's what i like to hear 
That's what guess I like to hear. That's what I like to see. Guess what I like. Yep. Then there's Sam singing, which means it's definitely time for us to take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we will talk about our recipe of the week. And answer your questions. And answer your questions. We are the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. It is that time that we talk about food. I love food. Me too. I'm actually starving. And I'm excited because this one, that our recipe for this week is what I'm actually making tonight for dinner because I couldn't wait. I'm so excited. I'm excited to hear about how it is because yes. it sounds delicious. Okay. So our recipe, I found it on Instagram actually. I always modify it, but I always look up like fun stuff. Yeah. Buffalo chicken meatballs. I'm so excited to see how this yes. goes. So it's really, really, really simple. Like it'll, it's like 30, 35 minutes, probably like total prep time and cook time uh-huh. total. Um, so it's, I double it all the time. So yeah. when I say this, you can cut it in half. Um, when I post it, do you think I should do like a single? I double it because Dion's a freaking monster and he eats everything. You just, we'll just make a note. Do yeah. it, do okay. you, and we'll make a note that this is double. So this is my recipe because I have to make a lot for Dion. Okay, so I have two pounds um, of ground lean chicken, mm-hmm. and then you do two ranch packets, two eggs, one cup almond flour. I think that's like a substitute of bread crumbs because yeah. it's kind of a healthy thing. So like you could substitute bread crumbs. We'll note that. But then um, one cup shredded cheese. I always add way more. You than, you always always use add way more. Way than more. One. Yeah, that doesn't count. You do the eye test with the cheese. And then one cup buffalo sauce, which I also do way more of. So these are just baseline. I, that's the best part about recipes is just being like, yeah, yeah let's let add me just all toss some of this and this and this sounds about good. Cooking. So you just do that. You preheat the oven to 450. You scoop them out. Um, this is said to make 18 meatballs. Scoop them out. Put them in a little balls. Put them on a baking sheet. Make sure you spray it with non-stick spray though, because that would suck. It would tear your meatball apart. And then just put them in there. Bake for 20 minutes. That sounds delicious. I know. And it's so fast, right? And then the best part about it is so, like, I'm not a bread person. Uh-huh. I know it's really weird. I know. We've talked about this. Yeah. I love bread. I, I'm yeah. like Oprah. I so love I, bread. So I brought, like, or I bought um Amoroso rolls for Dion because he loves, he loves bread. Oh, that sounds delicious. Yeah. So they would go on that. And then um the toppings I saw with it, which I like, are, like, obviously a ranch on the side, whatever, if it's too spicy. But then you also, there's lettuce and tomato. I like tomato on it. So I like that. But then I'm, what I'm going to do, because I don't like bread, and I'm weirdo. annoying little health freak that I am, semi-health freak, I guess I would say, is I'm going to do it on a lettuce wrap with Ooh, tomato and ranch on it. There you go. Yeah. I would absolutely go for the Amoroso roll like Dion. Yeah. Weirdo. But I know. I'm not a bread person. Never have. That's so it's strange. Okay. Sam's not a bread person. Is is that not the weirdest thing? We're going to have to put a poll out somewhere on social media. Dude, like, I know. How weird it's so strange. This? And every time I say that, I always get the old ladies, well, that's why you're so scary. You know? Are all of them Southern? Or is every old lady you talk that to wasn't Southern? Southern. It was a little bit. Is it your Irish accent? <laughs> is that what that was? Your Irish accent? I of? don't know where the heck I'm from because I have all these accents. I that... can't. I, I still can't <laughs> understand the Irish accent thing. If someone can explain that to me, that'd be fantastic because I can't figure I can't it out. even say if What's an Irish phrase? I have no idea. Something I don't even Guinness. have anything. Something about St. Paddy's Day, right? <laughs> are you trying to be from Canada? Like, what are we doing right now? That was Roaring Twenties. I don't know where that, that was came Canada. From. That was Canadian. You said A at the end of that <laughs> sentence. That was Canadian. Okay. 
You're, you. d- you're done trying to figure out what country you're from. We're done with Maybe that. Maybe another time. But I can't wait to see the pictures of your of the meatballs yeah, because they be sound delicious. And I might I'll have to I'll have to add that into the mm-hmm. the recipe repertoire. Yes. That sounds delicious. So we had one question today. How serious do you take this DAC injury? Sam, how serious do you take this DAC injury? I think it's a thing. We talked about it. I think it's a thing. I don't think it's big enough a thing for him to sit out. If anything, it'll be more run plays than pass plays. But also, you brought up a good point. Dak's not good in the cold, so that's probably what was going to happen anyway. Right. was more run game. And also, Zeke beats us up, I feel like, every time. So, unfortunately. I don't think it's going to affect it too much. I feel like what is going to happen to make it better is what was already going to happen. So we'll see. He's definitely going to play. Yeah, I he's absolutely going to play. I don't think it changes anything. I mean, it might change the game plan a little bit, but yeah. other than that, like I don't think they. I think the Eagles said it best. They're they're not putting any stock into this. They're gonna, yeah. They're going to prep for Dak the same way they would originally prep for Dak, and Dak's going to go out there and and try to battle for his team. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, that's that's pretty much. What it is. Literally what he has to do. But the birds are still It's like the last game of the season for them. Yeah. If they win, they're going to rest their guys the next week. Because they win, they win the division. Yeah. We have to win and then beat Dude, the how Giants. terrible would that be if we beat the Cowboys and then lose to uh, I don't even want to talk about it. I don't, yeah, I can't even talk. That don't, don't even so say that. Philly. That, that would be, be so There would be nothing more Eagles than that. Yeah. Just at the end of the... Uh, you know what? We're not even okay, going to talk about it. Okay, let's end on a positive. Go birds! Like, the birds are going to win Duck on Sunday. Woo! Hell yeah. <laughs> Dallas sucks. So thank you for listening to another episode Wait, of Babe Shout Abroad. out Gio. Oh, I was oh, I'm not gonna forget. Don't you worry. Oh. Okay, we'll do that now. I was trying to tra- transition a little bit. <laughs> we we, we weren't fine. We weren't Wait. there. It's fine. We do want to give a quick shout out to our buddy Giovanni who had his jaw surgery. Thirteenth, was it thirteenth? Overall surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirteenth yeah. surgery the other day um, on his jaw, and they didn't get all the good news with it that they had hoped for, which means he's on a soft food diet for a little bit, and then has to have another surgery over the summer. But he's home, doing well, and he's still put out a video yesterday because he's got a champ. Stitches and everything. Same fly, Eagles fly. What a kid. He's such an inspiration to everybody. He's the best. So tough. We got a lovely little Christmas card from him and his family, which yes. we really appreciated. That was very sweet. And we hope you guys are doing good well people. and have a good holiday season. We probably won't talk to you until after the holidays, after Christmas. Yeah. So everybody have a phenomenal Christmas if you celebrate yeah. Christmas. If, you know, have a great holiday. Enjoy some time off from work. Enjoy some time off from school. Spend some time with friends. Spend some time with family. And thank you for listening to another episode of Babes on Broad. And remember what Christmas is truly about. Beating the Milwaukee Bucks. That's true. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Dear Lord, I'm sorry for that, but it, it was just a funny one. Go and Sixers! <laughs> go Sixers! Go Birds! And go Birds! So thank you to Bleeding Green Nation and SB Nation. Don't forget you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook at Babes on Broad. You can follow me at Run This Town with an E13 or on Twitter or on Instagram at Jessica underscore Town. You can follow Sam at Sam Wills 18. We will be back after they beat Dallas. Woo-woo! Go Birds! Go Birds! Babes on Broad.
Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a Pod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the Pod wherever you get your podcasts. 